Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tommy Townsend is sent to punt inside the Kansas City 25. The punt will come from our right to our left. It's a knee-high long snap, a right-footed punt. And here is the ball landing in front of Ray-Ray McLeod, who gets it out of... Oh, he fumbled! He had the ball, and he fumbled it at the 17! The Chiefs have recovered! Oh, calamity! Turning point of the game on Westwood 1. San Francisco muffing the punt. Kansas City gets it on the 49ers 16. MVS touchdown on the next play for a 13-10 lead. And then I thought that maybe San Francisco would go away. But they respond. They score. But, of course, it's clutch Pat Mahomes, a.k.a. MJ, uh, a.k.a. Tom Brady at the very end of regulation and overtime. And the Chiefs go back-to-back. First team in 19 years to do it since the Patriots. And they'll be searching for their first, the first ever three-peat in the history of the National Football League in a year in which you think Pat Mahomes may be getting more help. This was a down year. Yeah. And the National Football League still let them get one. Now, they went out and took it as well. Buffalo, Baltimore, San Fran. That's a gauntlet. Here we are in Dallas, you know, thankful that you get Green Bay. Oh, my gosh, maybe Detroit. Maybe Detroit. We already knew be eliminated by the 49ers. But Kansas City put the big boy pants on, went on the road, and did it as underdogs. Man, they, they – They've got the formula. The formula is if you want a dynasty and a salary cap driven league, you got to find you got to find the the goat of goats at quarterback. That's what you need and they've got it. It's and it's very difficult for any team to figure it out because you know Bobby saw the the stat up here. They're the the two youngest average age defenses in in Super Bowl history. They and they've got two of them and two championships, the top 2. C and D, man. What do you got to be on defense? You got to be cheap and deep. Cheap and deep, and that's what they are. They are young. Young is cheap. They are cheap, and they are deep. It's, it's amazing the way that they evolve, though, because like when they win their first Super Bowl, everybody talked about what an awful defense they had and how it's like, oh, they can't do this. They can't do that. They get wrecked. Their offensive line gets torn up against Tampa. They get the ball thrown all over against them against Tampa. Now it's like a couple years later we're talking about, wow, this offensive line, they're, they've improved so much, and the defense now is one of the best in the NFL. I mean, this was a defensive battle. For most of the game. That's the opposite of the Patriots. The Patriots started with defense, then yeah. became offense. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs started with offense, and this was about defense. Yeah. Steve Spagnola could be the hero. Yeah, real quick. So, in his, in every other, you know, he's one of the only quarterbacks, him uh, and both Mannings, to have multiple Super Bowls with an average points per drive defense of 16th in the league or worse. 
This was the one year where he was not that, and they were like third this year in points per drive defensively, and he gets his title, right? He is he has done it both himself and with help. Very few people can do, very, very people get both. But usually it's one or the other. He is just on another level of everybody else. I just hate it. I just hate it that they go this time where it's like, oh, you got Mahomes and Tyreek and they're high flying, and then as soon as it's like, aha, he's lost all his weapons, and then it's like, oh, well, he's got one of the best defenses in the NFL, and it'll be fine. It's like, good grief. What, uh, what will it take? Lindsey Jones reporting that multiple 49ers players said after the game they were not aware of the new overtime rules. The Chiefs, on the other hand, have been planning for the scenario. Chris Jones said they were going to go for two had San Francisco scored a touchdown. So multiple 49ers players, man, more, more, more dinging of Kyle Shanahan's greatness right here with blowing all the Super Bowl and playoff leads and now apparently not getting his team up to date with the new rules. Yeah, look, you've got to, as a coach, the little things, you've got to do that. You know, a lot of this, though, I mean, it, it is on the players. Now, I, I think a, an overtime rule is something that the coach has to coach. Like, has to coach. You've got to let them know what's going on. Like, there are most rules you just expect at the NFL level these guys to know. Like, you, you, I don't think the coach is to teach you that you need two feet inbounds. Right? That's just that you don't need it. An overtime rule, I, I, that's a miss. That's a missed opportunity on Shanahan's part. you got to let these guys know because there's a chance they don't, especially when it's a new thing, when it's never been done before. We've never seen this in a postseason game. I'm I'm – really upset now that San Francisco didn't score a touchdown on the first possession because I would have loved to watch that entire team start throwing their helmets off thinking they just won the Super Bowl because they didn't know the overtime rules. (laughs) Eric Armstead said that he didn't apparently after the game told reporters that he didn't realize there were no overtime rules till literally flashed up on the jumbotron after regulation what the new rules were. Kyle Juszczyk was like I thought if we scored a touchdown the game was over I guess that's not the case though and like Lindsey Jones points out she's like look maybe it doesn't matter Maybe the the only one who needs to know this is Kyle Shanahan, but when you've had the collapses that Kyle Shanahan's had in the Super Bowl, it's just another thing to say, why are you not doing this? Why is this not covered? 877-881-1053, truckwreck.com text line to hit us up here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Uh, some uh, Super Bowl overreactions or not, Kyle Shanahan is the Dak Prescott of coaches. <laughs> no, man. He's like I, I I give him grief, but he's still the best OC of the generation, right? Yeah, I think so. It, you know, I, I you got McVeigh. Um, but McVeigh is Shanahan's tree, right? But like Kyle Shanahan is is the head coach, not yes. just the offensive. No, I, I know, but okay, so but the offensive mind. No, I don't think he's a choker. Okay, I don't think he's a choker. I mean, look, he who, he yes, he blew three leads of of ten points or more in the Super Bowl. He didn't blow him to Joe Flacco. He blew him to Brady and Mahomes. Like, it's whatever. I, I So as a coordinator in Atlanta, that one's pretty inexcusable across the board from everybody. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's just Shanahan. But Shanahan, remember, he t- he received a lot of criticism for, like, why are you not just running the ball out? What are you doing yeah. here? And that and, and that and that blame has to go first to Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. He's the yes. head coach. I think yeah. they ran the ball four times in the second half of that it, game. It was, it was not a lot. And, and Last it, night they had, you know, six straight plays, six passes. Romo was, like, begging for them to run. This one, his two Super Bowl losses, again, I don't know how much that's on Shanahan last night versus they couldn't get a stop. And the first Super Bowl, it's, yeah, again, they couldn't get a stop, and you have Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterback. Garoppolo, who that, that game should have been over if he doesn't have an overthrow. Garoppolo consistently always has overthrows in big moments. And so, to me, it's, what do you want to blame him for? Do you want to blame him for 
personnel over the years in San Francisco, like that he he neglected quarterback too long, whatever else. Maybe you can do that. But to me, I still think it's a miracle that, like you talk about, Chop, that you need to go get your Mahomes. You need to go get the, the top-tier quarterback. The fact that he sustained success like this without having yeah. a Mahomes and been and like to where we're talking about, is he a choker with guys who were considered nobodies, to me is impressive. I agree. Overreaction. Overreaction. This next one's coming from Peyton Russell mm-hmm. asking – if the Kansas City Chiefs are a lucky dynasty, the luckiest dynasty, if you can even say such a thing. Yeah, they're lucky that the Bears took Mitch Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. They're lucky that the Browns took Miles Garrett. They're lucky that uh, everybody passed on Mahomes. That that's where they're lucky. But they have they have him. State your case, Peyton. Why you brought it up last night? Well, I mean, the 49ers blew a 10-point lead four years ago with, I mean, what was it, like seven minutes left in the fourth quarter? Mm-hmm. Lucky. That was a choke job. Um, I mean, you, you had the Buffalo game where they they came back with 13 seconds left. That doesn't happen. You replay that game on TV, the Chiefs lose that game. Like, like that does not happen. And then you have this. Now, you can say, oh, well, it's just clutch. It's because they have a homes. Like, sure, that's fine. But, like, it, it just seems like there's so many things that went in the fumble in the third quarter. If he, if he fields that punt, you know, they get the ball in the start of the fourth quarter. 49ers do with the lead. It just seems like a lot of stuff went against the other teams they've played that, that helped the Chiefs other than vice versa. And then you got to go through the other dynasties with their lucky moments because they all have to have lucky moments. I can't speak to the 90s Cowboys dynasties and what was lucky because I wasn't old enough to remember week to week, day to day, month to month. But the Patriots, they got the Raiders got screwed by the snow game. They got screwed. They got cheated. Yep. Um, you had to have the comeback from now 28-3. The Malcolm Butler Seattle play. I mean, that does not happen 99 out of 100 times. And they won two of their titles when they only scored 13 offensive points. Yeah, that Rams Super Bowl was hideous. That's what yesterday Both was trying Rams. to remind me of. The first the, the first Rams one, remember, there was a, a pick six. Ty Law. Was, I think it was Ty Law. Yeah. And, and they, they only scored 13 offensive points. And then in uh, in regulation, and then, and then the, this one, Against the second one against the Rams, they only scored 13 offensive points. So you need to have a little bit of luck. I don't care what dynasty you are. I don't care what championship team you are. You've got to have bad teams. you got to get favorable draws at some point. Look, if you if you go back and you look, let's say Detroit to beat San Fran. The luck is Cowboys lose to Green Bay and they get Tampa at home in the second round as opposed to coming here. Everybody's got to have luck somewhere. Everybody. I, I don't think... Last night was the only game I felt like during this dynasty run for Kansas City where I'm like, that's just lucky. Like stuff like a ball bouncing off of a foot on a punt and some of the dumb fluky stuff that happened. That was the one game. And so, no, I don't think that's like it. I look back more to Pittsburgh. You look at Immaculate Reception. You look at their fourth Super Bowl. Bradshaw throws three interceptions and they win the game. You look at the fact that uh, you've got the Lynn Swan miracle catches in the first Dallas Super Bowl. The second Dallas Super Bowl, Jackie Smith drops the most wide open touchdown in the history of the NFL. To me, Pittsburgh in the 70s is way more lucky of a football team than Kansas City. All right, this one's coming from a Tolo. Overreaction or not? I'd rather be the Cowboys and not even get there to experience the pain of San Francisco's two losses. Now, nah, man, give me the pain. I agree. Give me the pain. I don't care. Just give me the ride. I, I, I am uh, like you know. I, Coach Joe just beat this into my head. If you you can never enjoy the final result if you don't enjoy the desti- the, the journey. You can never enjoy the destination. The journey is what matters, man. Like go back in anything. No people remember the memory of the season of the of the journey to get there. That's what they remember. Not an overreaction. 
I would rather be the Rangers from 2013 to 2020 than be the Rangers in 10 and 11. Oh, that, oh God. that okay. Hurt. 11 still hurts. Like it doesn't even matter that they won. 11 hurts. 06 for the Mavericks still hurts. Like I'd ra- I'd rather be just kind of like mid in the playoffs than get there and just lose consistently. Give me that. You Bills fans. Bills fans, think about how tortured that fan That's base is. That's a little different. Uh, four straight. Four straight, right. But San Francisco's had some, some pain. They, the Philly, they lose the NFC title game to Philly. This is two Super Bowls now where they've blown 10-point leads. This is, I, I think I agree. Either give it to me or don't don't let me lose painfully like that. There's a ton of teams that haven't even been to a Super Bowl, though. You know, like uh, some there are some people that just give me the ride. Pat Mahomes and the and which one would you prefer, Pepe? Uh, make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, give me the moment. Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are now villains. Mahomes kept embracing this yeah. question over the last week or two. He, he said it twice. Uh, Peyton, you said it earlier in the show, and I agree with you. Uh, this is an overreaction for me. I do not view them as villains. I don't dislike anything really about the Chiefs. I love Andy Reid. I like Pat Mahomes a lot. They have done the most winning of any dynasty I can think of without me turning on them. Golden State is up there in that category as well. Uh, they 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 are not the evil empire. I, I I'm with you. I don't think that they're villains. I don't see them as that as that way. You know, if you wanted to look at them at the Patriots start, you know, it didn't make some of it didn't make sense. Like, all right, he was a sixth round pick. They were doing a lot of you know check down throws. Mahomes going out there and just dominating. It's it's a totally different first three championships than the Patriots won. Like he's just going out there and he's never losing, never. Be- so I, I I don't see it that way. I, I hate on things more that don't make sense than things that like this. Yeah, I think that's the analogy, Sean. It's Curry. It's the Warriors. Not, not even Warriors. Mahomes is Curry to me. Yeah. Because like, I think there are things about the Warriors that became unlikable. Like Draymond's unlikable. And yeah. there, there are things that were about. But the Curry to Mahomes comparison is one where it's like changes the game is, you know, plays the game with a lot of energy, with a lot of fun, is dominant, is a winner, and yet you don't, you know, you don't wear on them. Other than Choppy doesn't like that he chooses mouthpiece, Steph Curry. Oh, but, yeah, no, But other still. than that, I think that Steph Curry and Mahomes have remained likable through a lot of success, which is really rare. Uh, Trucker to come text line saying uh, Jackson, Brittany, and Taylor are the villains. Kelsey, the Swift yeah. narrative, that's made them the villains. Taylor Swift, mm. the most annoying thing about the Chiefs. If the Chiefs lost, Kelsey dumps Taylor Swift. Um, so they're saying that the, the villain aspect is from her and him. All right. So there it is. Little Super Bowl overreaction or not here on Sean and RJ. What were the highest rated Super Bowl commercials? What did you think of the halftime show? And the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl yesterday from Grapevine. Grapevine representing America's team. But RJ Choppy is going to say that that should never, ever happen again. That's next right here on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Peace up. A-Town. What did you think of the Super Bowl halftime show? I would give it about an 8 out of 10. The music... 9.8, 9.9 out of 10. I can't speak to the dancing and the costumes and everything, but uh, our entire house was uh, was rocking last night, like Bobby is right now on the fan cam and Twitch. This is right here, an iconic jam. Yeah. But, like, this is the jam of the last, like, 25 years. It's a great oh, I song. The jam, it's I think high. so. It's, it's way up high. there. It's you could not high. escape the song. I thought it was a great Great performance. I don't know who was DJing it. Remember, that? I don't know if y'all noticed, they were throwing in some subtle, like, Petey Pablo beats underneath there. Like, Freak-A-Leak, that was playing underneath, the uh, like, when they were transitioning to Yeah and everything else. I thought it was great performance. I thought Usher was great. And the thing that just slapped me in the face was Usher has so many hits. And I've always known he has hits, but, man, I did not realize just how big that catalog was until it's all kind of in front of you. Catalog. It's very, very, you know, like a... Professional thing to say. I'm an industry vet. What yep. do you want from me? No, no, that was pretty good. Uh, we, we we all graded it at about a seven, uh, seven out of ten. Maybe we're harsher graders. I don't know. I think seven out of ten is pretty good. I think it's a pretty good grade. Uh, but yeah, it was very very good. The, uh, I love this. I love the costume. The second costume, I liked it better than the first. Um, but the first one only stayed on for a little bit. He kept disrobing. Good shape. Great, you know, for a guy who's older than me. My gosh, he looks great. Yeah, what is he? He's like yeah. 47. He looks fantastic. Yeah. People getting on him for uh, touchy feely with. There, with, uh, there were a lot of people Lisa. that. Yeah, they said the little behind the back hug, the little hit, mm-hmm. him calling an audible. You know, him checking at the line of scrimmage. They thought that was a little bit too much. They they <laughs> thought that you know her, her her man's in there. Who she's with the uh, Swiss Beats, I think. And so she's just uh, a lot of people were like, this crosses a line, dude. Can't be doing this. The top ten ranked Super Bowl commercials. I'd give them a. D plus or C minus overall. Feels like that's the grade every year. Ice Spice for Starry. Was that the one who was next to Taylor Swift mm-hmm. all night? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ice Spice. Yep. Okay. So Starry. Nine. Man, Bud Light went. They went hard last night. They are launching the all out campaign. They went to Post Malone there in the crowd with 15 people in a row yeah. holding up their Bud Light. But this is from Billboard, by the way. Billboard.com. Post Malone for Bud Light, number nine. Lil Wayne for Homes.com, number eight. Jennifer Hudson in Common for T-Mobile, seven. Cardi B for NYX. I didn't even notice Cardi B. I must have been out of the room because my wife loves her. 
Creed for Paramount Plus. Aha. Uh-huh. That was funny when she in the commercial goes, and there's Creed. Now, Thanks is that because Rangers. of Jared Sandler? <laughs> Rangers brought him back to relevance. Yeah, it is. It's Sandman. Could that be because of Sandler? Creed at number five. Usher for BMW at four. Usher, Jelly Roll, Victoria Beckham, Uber Eats, three. Mm-hmm. Number two, J-Lo for Duncan. RJ and I like that commercial. Yep. Bobby didn't love it as much as we did. Uh, and then and Tom Brady was funny in his roles yesterday. Bet MGM, the Dunkin' Donuts. Number one, according to Billboard. Beyonce for Verizon. Okay. So these are just like trying the, to make it try and make what? Beyonce's up there with Taylor Swift for me. Oh, Same man, thing. Yeah, powerful looked, women. Shocking. Yeah, she looked yeah. great last night, man. I don't know what's more shocking. Bobby doesn't love the powerful women or Choppy's house didn't like Usher. I don't know what's surprising. <laughs> Is that surprising that my house didn't No, it's not surprising. Why? <laughs> and, and oh, Sarah's a huge Usher fan. We just like we we, we wanted to hear more of each Song instead of having sounds about white. Very, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I care for that. Uh, <laughs> he I, I don't know if I care for that uh, assumption. We that Sarah's a huge Usher fan. Um, yeah, we just wanted to hear more of each song. The little quick hit. It was. It was. It was that was lame. How else are you going to hear his catalog of hits if he drags them out and doesn't get to like? Seven, nine, eleven, whatever the number was. Uh, yeah, you got to pick. You got to pick the best ones, and you got to give us a little bit more. Like we didn't need to hear three seconds of my way. I I loved the performance. I did not love how much Kristen loved the performance. That was a little uh, that, that that left a, a sour taste in my that's mouth. That's your just, best chance to get a baby. Ju- just how excited? Yeah, I mean, she's already two months along just from watching that show. Ooh, <laughs> that she already as soon as he took off his shirt and she went woo. And I was like, okay, we're, we're changing the channel now. We're going to Nickelodeon where they don't show this nudity. Christopher Walken, uh, Kawasaki Mullet, the ones I wrote down as my favorites. Um, Schwarzenegger in the State Farm. Uh, so those are some of the Super Bowl commercials. Man, you're missing you're missing the big one. Uh, apparently, there's a new Twister movie coming out. Amanda loved this. I love the original. Uh, I don't know that anybody asked for a remake. But I'm here for it. It's not a remake, apparently. It's a sequel. This is Joe's daughter. Uh, sure. Whatever, man. I'm here for it. Give me that F5. Rolling through. That's. I saw Dolly or Dot, whatever it is. The, yeah, the, what did they name it? Was it Dolly? It wasn't Dorothy. Dolly. It was Dot. Dorothy, Dorothy, right? Yes. Yeah, Dorothy. The, with the little things flying up into the air. And as soon, at first, I didn't know what it was going on. Then I see that thing and, and the little balls flying. I was like, oh, my God. Here we go. I do love Twister. Yeah. But I don't know that I love remakes or, no, or, or 25 year later sequels or whatever else. I, I had heard this was in the works. I didn't realize they'd actually like they announced it like two years ago. I just yeah. had forgotten about it. I thought it wasn't getting made. Any end of the world kind of epic 2012. Love it. That you know, even Volcano, that Day terrible, that terrible Volcano movie with uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Awful. Give me it to Dante's Peak. I'm in. My number one uh, retweeted comment was Post Malone wearing the Dallas Cowboys jacket. And that blew up. I see it here on CBS 11. Uh, Post Malone from Grapevine represents. And Choppy, you are here. Yeah, it's look, you, 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 when your team's not in it, you can't wear your team's gear. You can't do it. I'm sorry. I know some people like to. You just want attention. That's it. I, now, now, this may be different because it's Post Malone. You can do whatever he wants. But... Uh, the regular, the rest of us, the commoners, the ham and eggers, we can't do that. Leave your jersey at home. Leave it at home. 
It's a bad take. No, it's not a bad take. Super Bowl. It's a great take. Super Bowl is. Super Bowl may be different. I get it. It's like a regular game, fine. I generally agree. Super Bowl is like a, a collection of of all of the NFL coming together to celebrate. I don't mind you showing up to the game just going, I'm going for the experience, but I'm making it clear. I'm not here rooting for either one of these teams. I'm here representing my team. And I especially think for a celebrity, I personally like when people represent, like celebrities represent the Metroplex. So when with Post Malone out there, like making it known, like, hey, I'm a Cowboys fan, Dallas native, I appreciate so Bryce Harper that. was on there wearing an Eagles jersey, you would have no problem. So Bryce Harper is a phony fraud because he's changed back <laughs> and forth. If he had rooted for the Eagles the entire time, Mike Trout, if Mike Trout shows up to the game, and he's wearing an Eagles jersey. I respect that he's, he's doing mocked. that. He's getting mocked. But I respect that he's doing it. But you're, you're, you're opening yourself up. Like, Post opened us all up for, ha-ha, Cowboy fans, ha-ha-ha. I guess I respect it more, though, that he's opening himself up to that criticism just to show that he's representing the Metroplex, and I like that. Peyton, what do you think of the move? The Dallas Cowboys jacket for Post Malone. I, I have no problem with it, do I? I mean, I, I, I got you know, destroyed by RJ by wearing my Zeke jersey to the Renegades game. Like, it's just, we're doing it for fun. Just wear whatever you want. It's a Super Bowl. That's Dallas. That's that's okay, right? You're wearing it. It's in town. It's assumed, you, like, you're just don't a have local a Renegade fan jersey. and you don't have a Renegades jersey. Yeah. I don't I know. Have no like, problem with what Post Imagine did. going to the uh, Michigan-Washington game in the national championship and wearing an Alabama jersey. Is this like wearing a Yankee hat? Um, yes. To, it's like, yeah, absolutely. If LeBron's doing it, yes. But, I mean, we're talking about, like, Post is from here. Like, he, his dad worked at the stadium for forever. His dad was, like, the director of concessions. Food and, and beverage so, or whatever. So, like, yeah. to me, I th- this is something a little more personal. And he's he's friends with players. And I think he's just I, – I think this is more than anything. It's, it's like he's wearing a Dallas shirt. Like, he's wearing a shirt representing I'm from Dallas, Texas. I feel like that's what he was doing more than – you know, oh, Cowboys, baby. I think he was just representing where he's from, and I, that I appreciate and that I like. Speaking of the Cowboys and halftime show entertainment, uh, Josina Anderson caught up with Jerry on the NFL red carpet to see how, how uh, up-to-date with pop culture he was. Did you sing a little Rihanna last year? Umbrella, Ella. 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 Can you say Ella? Umbrella. Ella, Ella, Ella. Hey, hey you did it. Hey. Hey. This year it's Usher, Mr. Jones, so I'm going to put you on the spot again. I have to do it. What is your favorite Usher song? I'm going to put it right up uh, here. Give me some. Song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you do it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Boy, they have to like so they have good. to they have to lead him to water though before he'll drink. They they do. Do. He's like, I don't know uh, Ella. Sure, I'll say Ella, sure. Ella, and then he throws on Eller for Eller. some reason. Ella Lozinger, it's like Lozinger. <laughs> and then, too. And but then, uh, I, I like that he played along. Yeah, he's he's a good sport. He had to bring Haley over. Yeah, Haley yeah. Anderson, his granddaughter, had to bring her over to. Hey, you gotta you gotta give me some Usher so I know what to sing. So. Do they need? Eller. Do they need to get rid of the most fun sporting event? Possibly in the country, the Waste Management Phoenix Open was a disaster. And by disaster, are you referring to the guy who was sitting on the chair just peeing? In the no, middle I'm of- referring to them <laughs> having to cut off alcohol sales, the woman falling, the golfers all going off on this golf event in Phoenix. Yeah, so every year, it's the same same week of the Super Bowl. Uh, the Waste Management Phoenix Open is a it's a scene. And it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and badder every single year uh, to the point where, like you said, they had to cut off. This is not early. This is not late in the day. This is very early in the day. They had to cut off alcohol sales. Cut completely off alcohol sales. These are people going to an event, Super Bowl week, weekend. Like, generally, you're just saving your party for the, for the Sunday night. No. 
100,000 people in this place, more than that, every single day. It's an absolute scene. I don't know how they're going to fix this because this is to a point where, I mean, some people are going to get hurt, and they did. Here's some of the audio. Uh, let's start off with the hecklers, Jordan Spieth, mm-hmm. cussing out fans. Here's a little audio of some of it. All right. Go watch a shot. Get next year. Buddy, when he's over a shot, shut yeah, the hell up, man. guys. Come on. There's one golfer. There's one. Zach Johnson trending. Ryder Cup captain. He went over to the gallery. Oh, don't, don't sir me. Somebody said it. I'm, I'm just sick of it. Just shut up. So they were heckling Ooh. him about his Ryder Cup selections. Yeah. And he was not having it. And that's this is soft, man. Like this, this is the golf media, though. The golf media protects the golfers. You think none of the golf media knew about Tiger? And some of his indiscretions before the nine iron went through the window. You don't think any of them knew? Of course they knew. You don't think they knew about like all the things that are going on with, you know, they know what really happened with Dustin Johnson in in at the Masters when he fell down the stairs. So what are they you going to say? What are you tying that to? Well, I'm tying that like to Zach being soft there because he's not used to getting it from people. Okay, he's not used to getting heckled because the media and the golf media protects these players like crazy. You, it's, it's out of it's out of control, you, and those fans are out of control too. You say that they got to fix this. I don't, I don't think there's anything to fix. Look, it's such a, a proper, you get the masters, you get everything else that has their rules in place. Give me one event a year where everybody can be drunk and stupid and heckle and and play in those conditions. I, I would gladly go to the waste management. Open. Oh, I would absolutely go to it. I would love to go to it. And the players need to have thicker skin too at times, but there's also a danger there when everybody's hammered yeah. and trying to get home. Yeah. And yelling during backswings. Right. Like, you know, you want to, there's... Golfers will tell you they would much rather a very loud, constant, loud environment than a quiet environment and somebody speaking where it pops. They would much rather loud instead of just having a uh, a little water bottle and, and like it does that one of those things and they can hear it. Is Rex Ryan still in play for the Cowboys defensive coordinator position? According to Rex, he is. Why isn't Mike Zimmer official? That's next and below the belt right here on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
The great Bobby Belt. You ruined the morning show. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me no, take no, off my belt. We're not. The Kansas City Chiefs have won the Super Bowl just like Taylor Swift and the federal government wanted all along. Oh, boy. <laughs> More on that in just a second. First Below the Belt is brought to you by Johnson Fitness and Wellness Home Fitness Equipment Stores. Uh, did you guys happen to uh, – did you change over at all, Sean, for Ollie? Did you did you put on the, the Nickelodeon broadcast at any time just to, like, check it out? No, I should have. I, I w- So we put it on just for a little bit. It is very well done. Like, so they have the little, like, SpongeBob and Patrick stuff going on there. But they – like, when they would show replays – they made it look like the game was being played in Bikini Bottom from SpongeBob. So they like put this filter over the screen that made it look like on replays the players were running underwater, like and that there was sun like shining Ooh, down underneath the water. Cool. They have the slime graphics going yeah. off whenever anybody scores a touchdown. I love. They'll cut away. This is the best way to do this to me. They'll cut away within the game at different points and have SpongeBob or Patrick explain a rule like pass interference or something else and like tell kids like this is why you can do this this is why you can't do this i think this evolution in broadcasts and not being so possessive over broadcast rights that like oh we can't have a simulcast for kids or else i think that's an awesome win for the nfl and nhl and mlb and all these different leagues that have started doing these alternative kid broadcasts that's the way to grow the game i think so all the other sports are doing I've not seen. NHL has done one. I believe Major League Baseball did one as well. And I think the hmm. NBA is in talks to yeah, But NHL good, did yeah. a really good one where they did like, they had everybody with the computer chips in, the, the NHL players, and they turned it into a live 3D animation like they made it look like characters were playing. Oh, wow. And so NFL's been really ahead of this one. So this came up this weekend in our house, actually. Kristen was complaining about like trying to, if you want to grow the game, she's like, why don't sports leagues do things like, you know, restaurants do where there's like kid prices for tickets or whatever else? Like, why are they not trying to get more kids in the game and like families into the games with that way? And I was like, because honestly, they know they'll sell it out regardless and right. they'll make their money regardless. They don't need kids prices. But I do like this evolution of it. They have uh, Noah Eagle. Like they, in the past, they've had Nate Burleson call these games and they call it with a really like accessible tone to kids and everything else. I just think this is a brilliant idea and that they need more of this. And it's a good call. So good way to get Ollie involved in the future if you want him to watch one of those. So did you keep the game on that the whole time? Did it take away from the actual play? No, not not to me. Because, I mean, like, I know what I'm looking at already. Whoa. And so, I, I mean, look. Yeah, so well that you picked the wrong team to win. Yeah, I mean, just once. Ah, what, what are ah, you up to ah, now? In the conference championship 20 weekend. 20 and 5, I think, something like that against the money line. I mean, I'm doing doing pretty well, Sean. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's actually when we flipped over there, it was cool to Laura because it made Laura, Addison was out of the house, but Laura made her stop down and kind of watch for a sec. And, the graphics boxes are, are cool. As soon as the Chiefs got into the red zone, then, like, SpongeBob drops down and, like, they have him right on the screen, go Chiefs. And, like, it's just cool little stuff for the kids to watch and get into. And uh, I think the presentation's really, really good. You're still watching the game. It doesn't take away from any of that. You just see some weird graphics. It's no more weird than the green zone that Sunday Night Football tried to use for forever, where it's like, here's the line of scrimmage. Here's the first down. Like, we're going to enhance the color of green right. and the grass right here. But... I thought it was cool. I think there needs to be more of that. I think it's a great push from the NFL, and it's honestly not a bad way to watch a game. Like, you can still sit down, watch a game, take it in, as long as you're not obsessed with, you know, Romo. I'd say Romo's calls in general tend to be more childish than the ones on Nickelodeon. So. <laughs> uh, did anybody, did you see the truthers coming out of the woodwork yesterday over the Dre Greenlaw Achilles? 
No. There were a number of truthers coming out, and Mike Florio went off on these people that are saying, told y'all, here you go. You get your wonderful grass surface that you guys complain about, and somebody's, like, basically tearing their Achilles, just jogging on it. It just goes to show freak injuries happen. Mm. This sort of thing is what's going to happen regardless of if you have turf or grass or anything else done, so quit your complaining. Now, are you saying that? No, or? I'm not. I'm just saying that there were a lot of people pushing back against that idea yesterday. You're not buying it at all? Buying what? The idea of just that, look, this is another example. Allegiant Field has had a lot of injuries on it. A lot of grass. Ones. Denver, I think, is the highest I mean, injury to me, that rate was, in the that, NFL. That, that injury was a result of jumping up and down. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a fluke injury. Now, now that was, because this may play into it too, that is not their normal turf. Now, yeah, they always do have some specialists come in and do different things to it. So that very well could be it, part of it, it as well. It could have been, you know, a little softer in spots. I mean, who knows, right? Because it's not their normal or turf. Maybe it was harder than the practice field that the 49ers mm. were practicing on all, all yes, week. Sir. With the softest score of 50. And that yeah. they, didn't have, they didn't have the normal hardness. And so his Achilles was not properly prepared for that hard surface and to bounce off of it. That's what I think. Uh, Taylor Swift in the Pentagon. This is my favorite conspiracy how many times do you think she was shown and when did you get sick of it if you did i got sick of it when she was walking in the stadium with ice spice and addison up front i hadn't even seen it i was in the back grabbing something and i heard addison scream at the top of her lungs when she saw her on tv and she went taylor swift and ice spice she made it from (laughs) japan what happened i thought this was supposed to be like dramatic like I, like maybe arriving by halftime. I thought there was a question of whether she was going to get there. Yeah, she was in town she, way before. Way before. I'm guessing there were a lot of people circling the Mojave Desert waiting for that VIP to land is what I'm guessing. Just like we were when we tried to get in and we couldn't fly into Vegas because they cleared airspace. I'm guessing that's what happened. Now, uh, the Houston Chronicle has the prop bet on the Taylor Swift shown. Mm-hmm. Care to guess how many times for how many seconds? From, but like, First quarter to the end? Or yeah, like it after? says, let's see. How often was Taylor Swift shown on TV? Starting at 5.30 until the end of the overtime. So it did not count in the postgame. So right at 5.30 p.m., which is the start of it. Six times. Six? You think it was way more, Bobby? Ten. Pepe? Let me go nine. It was 12 times for... Ooh. 53 seconds. Mm. The longest cutaway was 10.5 seconds um, when they showed her celebrating after the Chiefs took the lead at 13 to 10 on the Valdez Scantling touchdown in the third quarter. Um, and then the last time she was shown, it was tough to even tell it was her because everyone in the suite mobbing each other after the game winning touchdown. So neither one scored by Travis Kelsey. Yet they still felt the need to. So, uh, Bobby, I know that you are going to pretend like you don't know this song, but uh, I guess they were celebrating (laughs) a love story at the after party, and they were singing it to each other. Yeah, I know that song. It's terrible. Or or, or maybe dedicating You Belong With Me to each other. They were singing it to each other. I'm not trying to embarrass you. Just give me, like, a little bit of how it goes, because I will know it, but I don't know about the You Belong With Me is the... uh... Uh, it's the you belong with me. Oh, you be- and that's the one it. that Kanye West went up and was like, "Your video shouldn't have won. It should have been Beyonce." Right. That was all. And then love story is that Romeo say me 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 me. Uh, that's the one that Choppy it. was like, "It's the greatest song of all time," or whatever he Great said song. about it. And people were loving that. You know, she slammed down that drink last night. 
He looked like she was chugging on something. Do you think they took the uh, pregnancy announcement off the board when she's chugged that drink? Where they're like, oh, all right, Megan's like, pull that one down. Give that apple juice, baby. Yeah, yeah. Go. yeah, we're gonna have to pull that one off the board. But man, that was. Uh, I will give her credit for that. She did. When somebody plays along like that, I, I I give some more respect. I'm like, all right, cool. She knows the crowd. She knows what she's playing to. I have some respect for that. I, I appreciate it at least. But there is a theory floating around out there that Taylor Swift is being used by the Pentagon, gentlemen. Okay? And this is something that apparently was first floated uh, back in the spring by or, or back a couple months ago by Jesse Waters from Fox. And he had said, have you ever wondered why or how she blew up like this? Well, around four years ago, the Pentagon Psychological Operations Unit floated, turning Taylor Swift into an asset during a NATO meeting. What kind of asset? A PSYOP for combating online misinformation. So this is something that over on Truth Social, Jack Posobiec, who is one of the uh, the, the big website. users over there, Fantastic. said, yeah. I think I've just yesterday uh, had said, I think I've said this. I've taken a lot of crap online for this. I think they're using Taylor Swift right now. He said they're gearing up for an operation to use Taylor Swift in the election against everything, against everything, against Trump, for Biden. They're going to get her. And all you know, they'll call them Swifties. They're going to go turn those into voters. You watch. And so that this is the idea. And so what they need is they need Taylor Swift's man win the Super Bowl, increase her profile. The script writers are there and she's going to use this platform, gentlemen, to influence the election unduly. <laughs> That's the theory. Leave this poor girl alone, please. I'd love to. Take her off my TV screen. <laughs> I, I'd love to not. Honestly, as I've, I think I've said this off the air. I don't think I've said it on the air yet. My yeah. issue is not with Taylor Swift as much as it is with the breathless articles written on the Huffington Post and Deadspin and Slate or wherever, wherever else that are just going like, you can't stand seeing her on your TV. How does it feel to have a woman, a successful woman taking over your precious NFL? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have, I've had enough of. That's that a fake take. I'm tired yeah, of. That's a fake take. But there's plenty of them. I, I know, but it's just people trying to divide. That's all it is. It's a fake take. Nobody's met... People are just annoyed because they want to see the athletes. They don't want to see their families. That's the issue. Me, I don't care. Sean doesn't care. We're, we're, norm, we're normal functioning adults. You want to show Taylor Swift? Great. She's happy for her boyfriend. I find I, that kind of cool. The social media takeover, Sean, as somebody who likes to watch, you know, follow along with Twitter on the game like I know you do, isn't that the one angle that's a little like, okay, I'm kind of getting oversaturated with Taylor takes on my timeline, though, and I'm not able to actually consume takes about the game. That's where I no, get most frustrated I don't frustrated go to the take. I, I check my mentions, and I go to people who I like or respect to see what they're saying about it. I don't scroll up ever so you go up to and my down tweets. my timeline. <laughs> Rex Ryan on ESPN. <laughs> On wanting the Cowboy job, and why isn't Mike Zimmer official? First off, I'm not so sure that Zimmer's got that job right now. Not real sure about that. Um, I can honestly say I'm, uh, I, I'm, I don't believe that's a fact right now. Wow. Um, but I'll, I will say this. The reason I was so, like this, is, I've been out for seven years. I've never called another head coach or anything like that. I called Mike McCarthy. And the reason I did is because I want to be on this stage. I want to be back on this stage if I'm going to get back into coaching, have a chance at that. I think with this roster the way it is, I think offensively, special teams, and defense, and I figured I could make maybe even a little bit of an upgrade that they could be right here. That's why I was interested. I don't, un, un, you know, it's funny how, well, should we get to, no, your team has no chance at me, okay? That, that's generally the case. I would only go at the right 
the, the right situation. And if it's not completely right, then I'm not going. But this team, it is interesting because they are so close to getting over that edge, and that's why I think people would be interested in this job. Why isn't this done, and is Rex still in play? Money, I think, is the biggest thing. I think it's just contract details. As soon as the contract details are ironed out, this will be done. They've made their choice. They've picked who they want for defensive coordinator. It's just a matter of can they get through the logistics. If he's not hired, it's because the logistics fell through. But the Cowboys have chosen Zimmer. That's who they want. The NFL season is over, but we have one spy left. Is it going to be good? Oh, I like. I mean, it, it tastes so good to me. To it hear does. That. Yeah, they they are devastated. All right, I haven't oh. listened to it. Bobby's been spying on San Francisco, <laughs> who still hasn't won their championship since the Cowboys. Let's taste their tears in the final hour. Sean and RJ next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 